0: Welcome back to Nate the Hate, where I am once again joined by Modern Vintage Gamer. What's
1: up, Nate? Great to be here.
0: It's always a pleasure to have you here, and today we have a treat for the listeners. We are going to talk about Nintendo's prospective 2020 holiday lineup due to the rumors or reports that came out this week about a 3D Mario collection some sites were reporting, but it seems like Nintendo is going to bring three 3d mario games to the switch with the release of mario 64 mario sunshine (laughs) nobody nobody should ever acknowledge that game and 2007's super mario galaxy now venture beat did report that it would also feature super mario galaxy 2 but today video game chronicle came out and in an article, they claimed that it's just those previously three games of 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, and we're still unsure of the exact format of how these will be released, whether it be collection, standalone, or, you know, is always possibly looking at a Super Mario All-Stars version number two, because we did get that on the Super NES, and it's a, a re-release on the Wii to celebrate. I believe it was Mario's 25th anniversary, while this year is celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary. So what was your
1: take on these rumors and reports when they hit yesterday? Well, initially I was, I'll be honest with you, Nate, I was a little skeptical. You know, we just came from out of the Direct last week and all of a sudden we we got this kind of news drop about this 35th anniversary Mario collection, we'll call it that's supposedly been developed but as soon as there was multiple sources reporting the same story and hearing things about this that's enough for me to say this is this is legit this is a legitimate thing that has been in development we don't know how long it's been in development for but this is something that is very very exciting as someone personally who's a big Mario fan and I will say that super mario 64 is one of my favorite games of all time definitely in the in the top five i'm pretty excited to see what what comes out of this now look i have questions about certain topics and i'm sure we'll get through those in this discussion but in general yeah i mean i think this is this is more than just a rumor at this point i think if if, you know, VentureBeat and Gamatsu and Eurogamer and all these, you know, publications all basically say the same thing, then there is, there is a legitimate thing going on here. This is real. Now, when we'll see it, we don't know. Will we see a direct that comes out that basically showcases this stuff before June? Or is it going to be the next kind of June direct that we're anticipating when we'll see this stuff? We don't really know. And I guess we can talk about that, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm, I'm I'm very excited to see what comes out of this. And I guess the other thing was the 3D World is kind of another game that's on that list too, right? That's gonna be the, the deluxe version, uh, whatever that means. Is it, is it gonna be like an extra part of this where you buy a deluxe pack and you get 3D World or is 3D World going to be its own game that, that you buy? We're not really sure there as well. And then the Paper Mario discussion too, which, kind of fits in this but it also is its own thing you know whether Paper Mario is a part of this as well I I guess it's going to be more of a standalone game that may or may not come out this year but it might come out this year so yeah lots lots of lots of questions lots of excitement and uh yesterday was just an absolutely crazy day with you know with all these announcements
0: yeah and it made it clear that Nintendo is definitely going to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary in a substantial way because if we really, you know, we take these reports to heart, you take the trilogy of old 3D Mario games, we look at 3D World and Paper Mario. I mean, that's five Mario games that we could see release this year. And I mean, that's a lot of Mario. And as you said, like Mario 64 is one of the best games of all time. I would also say Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Whether or not two is in this collection, but those two games are some of the, arguably two of the greatest games of all time in their
1: own right. Sunshine exists, and <laughs> you know, man, you hate Sunshine, don't you? <laughs> I I don't, I don't like Sunshine either, but I, I I think Sunshine is a great, and this makes me sound like I hate it too, but Sunshine is a great tech demo <laughs> of the GameCube. You know, it was like
0: Sunshine. Not to get into, you know off tangent over here but (laughs) sunshine was that i was looking forward to sunshine so much when i was younger and i finally get the hands on the game and it just was it just didn't live up to my expectation in so many ways it was the camera was so finicky all the momentum mario would have was just completely erased by flood yeah and just the general the look of the characters in the game, I never they never resonated with me. I do like some of the music in the game, like Delfino Plaza. I do like the water effects, the mirror effects. Like some of the visual effects the game has on display are still amazing. It's just the game's core design just never clicked with me. And I have questions about how that game is either going is going to translate to a Switch release because it was the Showcase of the analog triggers on the GameCube controller, and the switch does not have analog triggers and some may be wondering you know how's that going to impact the game and the analog triggers because they were pressure sensitive allowed you to do a little water squirt or do the full blast yeah, and because the switch has digital triggers, it's a hundred percent or nothing right so like that's going to be a development obstacle for them to overcome in this release and I mean there are going to be ways they can but like that's that's going to be something interesting to see how they tackle and you know sunshine I probably I'll give it a try yeah if it comes out this year on the switch I'll try it but it as my good friend Andre put on Twitter yesterday I can wait to play sunshine on my switch
1: right i mean i i i agree with you if if that collection includes those 3 games mario 64 sunshine and galaxy i mean i'm going straight for galaxy first and mario 64 then 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 sunshine is is definitely you know third in that list but i will say this if they if they make it 60 frames per second they really tighten up the controls and somehow figure out how to deal with the analog trigger issue which i mean look they may map it to the um, the right stick, or I mean, you can't rule this out, Nate. They may bring out another controller for this collection, um, which is kind of the Ooh. preferred way to do it. If you think of it that way, um, I, I would get, to, I would definitely give it another go. It, you know, if they if they increase, you know, the the game and, and the performance of the game.
0: Yeah, because what's interesting, how you brought up sixty frames a second, is when we saw the debut trailer back at, I believe it was E three two thousand and one. The trailer actually showed Mario Sunshine running at 60 frames a second. And then when it released the following year, it was 30 frames a second. And, you know, you kind of wonder why did Nintendo have to cut performance? Because it seemed like they were targeting 60 frames a second, at least in the early days of the release. So if they could potentially boost it to that original 60 frames target, maybe it could improve the game. I mean... Ideally, they do address the camera issues and such in this new release, because that would alleviate a lot of the problems, aside from just core design flaws, but the camera was a finicky mess to fight with in a lot of stages, and even actually for the controls like you brought up, maybe they release a new controller, I would imagine, kind of like Smash Brothers, that this would have GameCube adapter support. So, I mean, it doesn't help us if we're playing it in handheld mode, but at least... I would imagine the option would be there for docked play. And, you know, at least I guess the purist and those who want to experience it in its original design format can do that with that. And you know, that's that's going to be something I'm really interested to see them address is the controls. Are they going to improve those camera controls? And just you know some of those minor nitpicks like how much are we really looking at these releases because right now the reports are mixed there's calling them re-releases for an anniversary of mario and like we've seen activision go back and do the original crash trilogy mm-hmm. and those were remade from scratch completely new modern visuals improved control you know controls and you mentioned it earlier how is Nintendo going to address three, these three games? Because like we've seen them do deluxe versions, as was reported with the 3D world, which VGC said will have new content and levels. But obviously, like the visuals aren't going to be improved on that. So we see those deluxe versions. And we've also seen HD versions, like we saw at Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD back on the Wii U, where Nintendo took a lot more time especially with wind waker to improve those visuals and the camera and the overall aesthetic of the game whereas twilight princess was not to use the word lazy but it was it was less ambitious right in its hd adaptation so what are you expecting nintendo to do with these three releases
1: man th- that's a great question I've got some different thoughts about this and maybe before i answer let me throw this back to you for a second i i definitely want to answer your question so i'm not like you know diverting or anything but (laughs) let's kind of take a step back so we're potentially talking about five games right how and and all these games really going to release in 2020 we're talking about five games nate like five mario games Do we really think all these are going to drop in 2020? And and before you answer that, does that mean we're talking about ports or remakes or remasters? I mean, I guess my question is the amount of effort that has to go into getting, we'll say, a collection plus potentially two other games coming out this year. It seems very, very ambitious to me, very ambitious. So do you think Nintendo is really going to be able to pull off you know, five Mario games this year?
0: I'm going to tackle this in a multi-layered way. If I do think we'll get all five of these games in 2021, I could see a Paper Mario release probably being more of like a summer game, because Nintendo likes to release an RPG in July or August. So I could see Paper Mario filling that slot. And I mean, Paper Mario, for lack for as great as it is, it's still a niche game. It doesn't cater to the large Mario audience that you see a 2D Mario or a 3D Mario really appeal to. So Paper Mario kind of exists in its own world. 3D World, because it was a Wii U game, It's a lot of people have played it. It was, I believe, the second best selling Wii U game. So a lot of people have played it. If it does have the new content and levels that VGC had reported, that might spark some interest from you know some double dippers but at the end of the day 3d world was more of a multiplayer mario game whereas the three games we're getting in this reported collection are single player and i think we're going to see closer to up res. Mm -hmm. from all three games than full-on remakes or remasters. Because we've seen Mario Galaxy get that release in China on the,
1: uh, I believe it was Nvidia Shield. That is correct. That's a a great point. I totally forgot about that, but you you are correct. So we already know that it runs on very, very similar hardware, right? The Tegra X1. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good point. So
0: I could see Galaxy basically being very similar to what the Chinese release would have. And I think with Sunshine and Mario 64, maybe we get like a 1080p hub screen. So the health bar and stuff, that's up res to a native 1080. And I, I mean, because it is has played in docked mode and undocked mode, we're probably going to get 16 by 9 in widescreen support. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if Sunshine had widescreen Support on the GameCube? I
1: think uh, actually that's a great that's a good question. I know it had progressive scan. Actually, no, it didn't have that either, did it? It was one of those games that actually didn't, or maybe it did. I my my memory's a little fuzzy because I I played it in PAL, so PAL never had true progressive scan. So I have to go back and look. But yeah, I'd be surprised if it had sixteen by nine. But it may or may not have progressive. But either way, yeah, it it definitely needs some cleaning up for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean. We've seen numerous N sixty four games get those HD up res between I mean, Night Dive Studios has been the primary provider of those games. They've done Turok, Doom Sixty Four, and I wouldn't call those games remakes in any way. They are HD N sixty four games and they they look really good. They're nice and clean. Those textures have you know, everything's been improved and that's all I'm really expecting from like a Mario sixty four. And I think Sunshine will fall into the similar thing we're just going to see some cleaner textures but i don't think we're seeing a twilight princess or a wind waker hd full-on remaster with any of these three games
1: yeah I, i would agree i think we're talking you know there's two ways this can go there's the emulation route and the ports so Let's assume let's assume that source code was not available but I mean it is but let's just assume there was no source code available that would mean that Nintendo would need to build a Nintendo 64 emulator to run Mario 64 they'd need to build a GameCube emulator to run GameCube and they'd need to build Wii emulation to run Galaxy now As someone who is aware of the homebrew scene, I can tell you that all three of those things are already up and running on the game, uh, sorry, on the Switch in a homebrew capacity. So putting together a collection of those three games could be done without any type of, we'll say enhancements today, right? And that wouldn't take Nintendo very long. And this is where my brain starts to tick a little because if you've got... (laughs) a Nintendo 64 emulator and a GameCube emulator, then what does that mean for the next level of, you know, after the, the NES and Super NES Online? Does that mean we will start to get Nintendo 64 next year and, and possibly GameCube, you know, mid, middle of next year? So it opens the door for that side of the equation as well, that, you know, we've got some emulation that's going on, so let's utilize that in the online service for the next you know, level of games that we want to start bringing out next year. But there's also the the flip side, which is what you're talking about, which is the, I guess, the porting side where, you know, they have source code for Mario 64. It's it's out there. They have the source code for Galaxy and they have the source code for Sunshine. So let's take that code and maybe do, I don't want to say just enough because that makes it sound like, you know, they haven't really put much effort into it, but do enough to those ports to bring them up to you know 720p docked uh, undocked and, and 1080p docked 60 frames per second, add high res textures to say Mario 64, add widescreen support like you said, um, same thing with with um, with uh, Sunshine and Galaxy you know add that to our uh, 1080p 60 frames, and all of a sudden you've got a very compelling collection that doesn't necessarily need that much development effort to bring those to where they need to be on on the Switch. All of them are going to run at 60 without without even, you know, batting an eyelid. They're all going to run very well. And, you know, essentially you you kind of put, uh, you know, extra artwork and you put extras and you put really, you know, cool little uh, features on the cartridge and you've got this amazing collection that you can potentially... Um, you know, get out the door for, we'll say, holiday twenty twenty. It does make sense uh, either way you go on on, you know, whatever they decide to do with with this collection. But I also, I just, I have questions though about. Well, what about everything else that supposedly is coming out this year? Are we are we basically saying, Nate, that? this is now their focus, you know, between now and the rest of the year to get the Mario collection out and possibly a 3D world um, as kind of the big holiday game for this year, which if that happened, I'd be pretty happy. I'd be very happy with with that if that's what happened. But are we saying that, you know, we've heard about Breath of the Wild 2, we've heard about other games, are those things kind of being brushed aside and maybe being pushed a little towards... Uh, sometime next year, you know, what do you think about, I guess, the release cycle or the release schedule for for the you know the back half of 2020? It's
0: it does seem as though Nintendo is positioning their holiday 2020 lineup around Mario, and it does feel like these three Mario games for this collection would probably be a staple of that holiday release. Because I mean, these are three iconic Mario games. They have value, not just from a nostalgia standpoint, but even from the standpoint of, there's a lot of lapsed Nintendo fans who have bought back into the Switch ecosystem. And maybe they didn't play Mario Galaxy because they didn't own a Wii because they haven't owned a Nintendo system since the Nintendo 64. Or you even have people who never owned a Nintendo platform who now own a Switch. And maybe they remember Mario 64 as when they were kids and their friends had it, but they never played it, or even the same for Galaxy. And this is that type of release that has amazing sales potential if we're viewing it as a trilogy collection, as like a Mario All-Stars type of release. And, And I do think if they do... Handle it in the porting way, as we discussed. It makes sense as a trilogy release, because that means, as you kind of touched on, it's not a it's not a simple effort, but it's not a high-risk effort. And that lends itself to such a release, because I don't see Nintendo going back to Mario 64 and doing a Final Fantasy seven remake-type thing, because then that would have been a standalone $60 release. And to do that for all three games would basically cannibalize Yep. Yeah. Nintendo's you know own interest, you do a low risk investment with high risk or high uh, return of interest at sixty bucks for these three games and you Nintendo makes bank, and these they just have unlimited sales potential. Is it necessarily an exciting holiday release? I'm not sure, but it is it's a safe one that will sell a lot, and I think this type of release does push. Breath of the Wild 2 out of the holiday 2020 discussion. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, I mean, Nintendo hasn't talked about Zelda since E3 last year. They gave us no indication at E3 last year that it would be a 2020 release. They just showed us a trailer and it said the Breath of the Wild sequel now in development. And, like, what we see with a lot of Zelda games is they get delayed. Yeah. I mean, Breath of the Wild was delayed, what, twice before it finally got a firm release date? And I wouldn't, right now, I wouldn't bet the bank that Breath of the Wild 2 comes out this year. It's certainly possible. But at the same time, now in the back of my mind, because of all these Mario releases, I am consciously aware that next year is Zelda's 35th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it make more sense to Nintendo from a marketing standpoint to hold Breath of the Wild 2? until next year even if it's for a spring release or early summer and use that to leverage a potential big year for Zelda as you know similar to what they're doing this year for Mario and we also have to look at the current events of the world and how they are impacting development and Breath of the the Wild 2 has definitely fallen victim to that whether it is from localization at Nintendo of America or just development of its own in Japan the game has hit at least two to three months of development halt and i'm sure it was penciled in for 2020 at some point at nintendo's headquarters and i would fully anticipate that's been erased and a tentative 2021 release has replaced it and i think these five mario games are one hell of a replacement And this is enough to move hardware. Mm -hmm. They're going to move substantial software from these releases. And if I was Nintendo, I'd still feel confident rolling into this holiday going up against the PS5 and the Series X with Mario 64 and Mario Galaxy. I mean, they are two iconic games. They are games that other 3D platformers still look to for inspiration and for design ideas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think everything you said is is on the money. I do think that, you know, uh, you you use the word safe, and I think that really is the approach that Nintendo's taking this year with with this. I think this will definitely sell a lot of units, no doubt about that. Potentially, there'll be a special edition console or a limited edition console or handheld mm-hmm. that comes alongside of it. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, it's the right move for them, especially considering the uncertainty that we're dealing with this year. Having this type of collection coming out, it's almost a no-brainer, you know, that they do this. It, it means that there is little to no risk at all of them not selling units and selling a lot of millions and millions of copies of this game. And I think, yeah, it's it's the right move for them and they can absolutely do it. The Switch is more than capable of playing these games and playing them very well. And yeah, I, I would agree. I think, I think Breath of the Wild 2 was never something that was really confirmed or even, you know, teased that it was coming out this year. We just made the assumption that, you know, it was based on what we saw last year. But I think you're right. I mean, I think... Um, these three games will, will be a big ticket item, and let's not forget, you know, 3D World Deluxe or 3, Super uh-huh. Mario 3D World, as well as kind of the the fourth game in that list, which, by the way, is one of my favorite Mario games. It's it's definitely up there as one of the better ones for me that I really enjoyed, and that's one that has been thrown around a few times as one of the Wii U ports that never never got a port. Um, I mean, we've been talking about 3D World since last year as one that, you know, there've been rumblings about. So that could potentially be one that is, I don't want to say dev complete, but it's maybe a lot further along than the collection is. So, I mean, that was that potentially could have been one of those games that was always on the cards to come out, you know, this year anyway. So I would expect 3D World to be one of those games that is, um, you know, almost done as far as, as as, you know, um development now they're just adding the enhancements and they're ready to start thinking about um, you know, the the, the QA process and, and and everything like that. But it's just hard to know when these games are gonna drop. And I guess the question I have for you Nate is Who's going to develop all these? Which studios do you think? I mean, we know Nintendo's working on these, but is like, is Grezzo going to handle one of these or are they just going to handle all these internally? You know, do they have the manpower, oh, nice. especially considering that everyone's working remote right now? You know, it, it's it's a lot. A, it seems like a lot on paper, a lot of, of work in, you know, very little time. And it, it just makes me wonder, you know, have these things been on, on the cards for a while now? But yeah, I mean, do you do you have any any idea about who's gonna work on these games from Nintendo?
0: If I had a guess, I would imagine at least for Mario sixty four, I would guess it is probably Nintendo's nerd division, yeah. who have previously done the emulation of the N sixty four and Super NES games for the Wii and Wii U virtual console so i would imagine it's them as for like things like galaxy and sunshine i don't recall from memory who handled the nvidia version of galaxy mm-hmm. i don't know who did that release i could see whoever did those handling sunshine and galaxy for the switch release but i think it would did nintendo would definitely hand it to someone internal like nerd to handle such a release i don't see them outsourcing it to any company like i believe it was tauntalus who did twilight princess hd i don't think they would contract a company like that because i mean nintendo is still quite secretive and protective of their properties and i mean nerd has proven their emulation skill set several times now and I believe they're still doing the Nintendo Switch Online games for the NES and Super NES games. So that's kind of it. That's their specialty. And they've already have somewhat of a mastery of N64 emulation. So I would imagine they would be the ones handling at least Mario 64 and Sunshine and Galaxy, I would assume, whoever handled the NVIDIA
1: Galaxy release. Mm -hmm. If if source code is available, which... I can only assume it is for all of these games, then it's something that that can be done pretty easily. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just wonder, you know, is there too much here, you know, for them to potentially deliver, you know, for the holiday? But on paper, it's five games and we think, well, five games, that's a lot. But you're right, I mean, it's... It's not something that is is insurmountable, you know. When you really think about it, you know, emulation is is very good on on all these environments for GameCube, Nintendo sixty four, and the Wii. So it, it makes sense that 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 can be done as well if if emulation is the option that's taken. I I guess I'm just not really sure which way they're going to go. but I would probably say the port way is is the way that's preferred, and I think ideally mm-hmm. that's what they'll do but they you know what I mean they could just break out emulation and just slap all three of those games and and put them in a collection and just you know bump the emulation resolution up to 1080p 60 frames and say here you go guys uh, it's still gonna look better so' gonna look better than, than you know what what uh, what it d- did look like like I think about yeah. like Oni you know that came out on the on the switch even though it was kind of upresed, it still had those kind of blurry textures and stuff. You know, I mean, they could definitely take that approach and, and make it widescreen. It really just depends on on how much effort is is put into these ports, and um, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, when we see Nintendo do these type of collections, their effort it varies. We've seen like the Kirby Anniversary Collection, where we had NES that even had some NES and N64 games and it was a solid collection, but then we get the Mario All-Stars collection on the Wii and it was literally just the Super NES game as a ROM dump yep. with no changes whatsoever and it disappointed a lot of people. I, I, I love Mario All-Stars collection on the Super NES because to me it has the definitive edition of Super Mario Brothers 3 and I mean, that was kind of like the original remake or remaster when you really come down to think about it. So even though we're getting a lot of these HD remakes in the modern gaming industry, Nintendo kind of did it first, way back on the Super NES. But here's a question. We kind of touched on it with Mario Sunshine, but all three of these old 3D Mario games present some sort of control problem, I guess you would say, bringing it to a modern platform. Yeah. Because Mario 64, not so much. It's still a pretty standard 3D platformer. Sunshine, we have the analog trigger that could pose a problem. And with Mario Galaxy, we have now, we don't have any pointer controls. Because Galaxy was made with the pointer of the Wiimote in mind. And now without analog and without pointer controls, they have some development obstacles to overcome in bringing these to you know a platform like the switch which does not have those features how do you think they can address this
1: yeah that's a good that's a good point i i, I don't know <laughs> is the answer i think <laughs> uh i think they've got some challenges ahead of them definitely the mario sunshine approach like you said they could have an adapter where you can plug in a gamecube controller i think that will be available but let's assume they don't let's assume you're you're playing this in handheld mode I mean the only option I can see Nate is they have to use the right analog stick uh which doesn't feel well on, it doesn't sound very comfortable to me like it it makes sense but Nintendo's <laughs> you know I mean I I think they'll come up with something maybe they'll they'll kind of use the use the triggers like you did in sunshine but somehow add some type of analog component to it. I I don't know how they could do that, but, you know, maybe there's a way. Uh, I've been, I've thought about it and
0: like, I guess technically the switch does have more buttons than the GameCube controller did could. And this is the only options I can really fathom is you would have to use either the, I guess the right analog stick and I can press that down as a button press and maybe I get 50% of the water and I can use the L1 or R1 buttons as like a 25, a 75%. And then like the, the left analog, I press that down for a hundred percent. But that's, I mean, that's convoluted. Yeah, it is. That's not simple. That's a, that's actually, actually, as I say it out loud, that sounds like a, that sounds cumbersome. That (laughs) is. Yeah, I don't want to play that at all, especially if the controls and the camera are still finicky. Then I'm I'm fighting my Switch controls to, to say, oh, nope, I want to go from twenty five
1: to fifty percent. Like, oh nope, 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 I fell. What if they do right, right trigger, right, anal- so right trigger is twenty five, and then right analog is another twenty five, and then the left. Uh, sorry, that sorry, the the, the right shoulder is twenty five, the right trigger is twenty five, and then the left trigger is like I don't know fifty. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you kind of yeah. hold down the combination <laughs> of those of, of those four four buttons to kind of max out to a hundred. But even that just seems really kind of finicky, doesn't it? You know, like
0: yeah, it doesn't sound friendly.
1: Yeah, it doesn't at all. Um, or maybe yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That, 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 that's a tough one. That's a tough one to answer. And and uh, Galaxy as well. I mean, I guess you could take the. Um, I mean, you can point a you can point a Joy-Con at a screen, can't you, and get some type of response. So maybe you could you could do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely some challenges there that I, I I think will be very interesting to see how they approach them for sure.
0: Yeah, like I figure maybe gyro can be used in Galaxy to move a cursor around, and I guess in the Chinese release, you just use the right analog stick to move it. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would work, but I mean, when you played it on the Wii, just because of that intuitive control style to play Galaxy on the Wii, it was just so simple and smooth and like it became second nature to do all those type of motions. And now, it, you know, now you can actually think to make those moves. Yeah. It's not going to be as seamless and smooth. And it's definitely, I'm curious to see how it will impact my enjoyment of the game. Because it, it's, it's a brilliant game, but it was also brilliant because of those fluid controls. And now, you know, we're not, we don't have that exact control style available to us. We're going to have to, yeah. you know, we're going to have to change to this more modern control. And I mean, I I have faith that Nintendo can do it because I don't think they would have chosen Sunshine and Galaxy if they weren't confident that they could overcome these control obstacles. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's definitely... I'm looking forward to when they actually unveil a trailer and say, here's the new control method, and be like, okay, because we've seen other games. Like, I'll use Resident Evil Remake when it came to the PS4 and Xbox One. They kept in the tank controls, and they also added a more friendly or more modern analog controls And even though the analog controls, you know, they were better for controlling the character, it also broke the game Mm -hmm. because you could easily evade the zombies. Yeah. And yeah, it made it friendlier. It made it more modern. But it also damaged the means in which you experience the game. And Nintendo, typically when they do a type of release like this, they still try to remain as authentic to the original experience as possible.
1: And they certainly have. A challenge out for themselves here you know one thing that i've learned about like emulation and stuff is you know i've used emulators for many different systems over the years and the controls have to be on point you know if the emulation of a game could be perfect or even better than perfect what i mean by that is you know it runs at better frame rates textures have been up everything looks you know super smooth but if your control scheme Just doesn't feel good. It's it's not something I am interested in, and Nintendo has to nail those controls. and I think I think you are right. I mean, I think the fact that they've you know they've penciled those games in to come out means that they're pretty confident that they can. But man, they've got some work ahead of them to to get that control down correctly. Otherwise, it's going to be a nice collection on the shelf that not many people are going to play. They're going to go back to the originals, and that's. That's unfortunate to say that, but they have to nail those controls. Otherwise, it's 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 going to be a missed opportunity. And I, I think they will, but I also don't know how they're going to solve some of these things.
0: Yeah, and you're absolutely right because we've seen some other quality remasters or re-releases and even like Crash Bandicoot in the last couple of years. Muscle memory with video games is a, it's a weird thing. You can pick up a game and just... You know exactly the physics the momentum a character is going to have and when you change that in a new modern release whether it's emulated a port, an hd remaster when that's changed you feel that it's off you can tell like this has a hundredth of a second of input lag now that the original didn't have and that will resonate with old school players like we'll pick up on that otherwise imperceivable amount of time Immediately mm-hmm. when we play something like Mario 64, like that roll momentum isn't right. He should have rolled half a frame more. Right.
1: And, and I, then I feel like um, uh, Super Mario on the DS 64, which yes. is a great port, but I can't get my head around the controls in that game. And in the end, I just don't bother with it. I just go back to the N64 version. I know some people love that version of the game, I personally think the controls aren't very good because I'm used to, like you said, a certain way. And it's just, it doesn't translate well for me.
0: Since you brought up Mario 64 DS, (laughs) could you see them in some weird Nintendo way use that version for this release due to the more modern looking character models and some of those extra features they
1: incorporated in that release i I do i do that's that's a great point they could easily use that as the i'll say the the baseline for what we're going to see with with this port absolutely i mean that that makes a lot of sense that they would turn to that version of the game um yeah i mean i could definitely see that i mean you've got to remember the the original mario 64 is a very old game which doesn't necessarily you know um there's some things about it that haven't really come across particularly well in 2020 so yeah i mean i could see them absolutely using the the ds version as as you know the starting point for this for sure i could i could see that upsetting some people if they did go that route though yeah yeah i I mean but you got to remember you know what's what's the goal here is it is it to try to, you know, um, get the the old fans like us, you know, excited about Mario? Is it is it for new fans of the game, or is it is it a combination of both? I mean, who who is kind of the, the big target demographic here? I mean, I would say it's going to be Switch fans that that love Mario, that love loved Mario Odyssey, and they want to play more Mario on their Switch and some of these folks may have not played some of these games from from the old days that that you know that will appear on this collection. So I think nothing is off the table as far as that that's concerned. They they may turn to the three the, the DS version of Mario 64.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that being a point of contention among people, especially if Nintendo just advertises it as, as oh, it's Mario 64 HD and then you see that DS model of Mario sitting there. I could see people definitely not being happy and Hmm. arguing like this is not the authentic Mario 64 experience. It was a great, it was an exciting port back in, geez, what was that, (laughs) 2000? It's been a while. Yeah. I think it was 2004. Yeah. So, man, we're talking about 15 plus years ago. And to see Mario 64 on a handheld at the time was wow. And at the same time, this was a Nintendo who took a game that relied on the analog stick and revolutionized 3d gaming and put it on a handheld that didn't have an analog stick Mm. a decision that continues to baffle folks even to this day especially since their solution at the time was a thumb nub that you would (laughs) rub on the touch screen to somehow replicate analog movement and that's a video for a different day because it (laughs) It still baffles the mind of how that was really what Nintendo did there and hopefully we don't get some weird half-baked control solution for Galaxy or Sunshine with this collection where you know you have to have a GameCube controller plugged in to use the nozzle while playing it on your Switch like hopefully Nintendo did figure it out this time
1: yeah if they somehow make all three of these games and 3D World Deluxe control and feel like super mario odyssey does they're they're in good shape you know if that's if that's the target then i think they'll be okay but i do have a question for you nate and this is important so when when do you think they're going to announce this stuff because is this going to be because we heard some rumblings about this was going to be the e3 showcase um that they were going to show at e3 this year do you think that this stuff will be announced, we'll say E3 week in, in June, or do you think this is something that comes earlier or potentially comes later in the year? I think
0: based on that report that said it was supposed to be one of their big celebrations for E3, I think right now, given the situation, especially now with it being reported, if our Nintendo... We've had they've had substantial time since E3 has been canceled. It's been about a month now. I would have reevaluated. And I would have pushed up the announcement to either coincide with the May seventh investors briefing to say, "Hey, we've been silent for a long time, guys, but look what we have planned for this year. We have a we're going to celebrate Mario's anniversary. Investors will get excited for news like that." So I think, given the scope of the situation, they would announce it. Sooner than later, and I would say at least I would expect something to be announced by May seventh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's uh, that's reasonable to to assume we'll hear about that. But then, and this is maybe you know part two of a discussion you know next week. But what what do they announce at at E three week if there indeed is an E three week um, directive that, that comes? If
0: there is an E3 week, I would imagine even they would still highlight the games there because I could see them just announcing intents to celebrate the 35th anniversary, but not necessarily detail all of the games or show them in full. And I would think you would probably... Then you could do that at E3 week for their inevitable June direct. But even with Breath of the Wild 2 probably you know unlikely to release in 2020, I could see them still have that as a focus of their E3 show, especially if the game is penned in for an early 2021 release. As in, you know, for early 2020, I just mean first half. So anytime before E3 2021. Right. So you'd still want to have that big spectacle of a focus there. Then if they have their Treehouse Live or some type of stream, you show the Mario games, some Breath of the Wild 2. So yeah i would envision something like that for a june direct where they can still focus on e3 or whatever you know whatever they want to call it Mm -hmm. they can have mario they can have zelda they can have the front you know paper mario 3d world maybe pikmin 3 finally shows up after (laughs) a year of rumors yeah you know all that stuff so i think they could still focus on what they wanted to and they just get rid of that party because it seemed like from the report, the celebration for the anniversary was really going to be something where they're going to have the industry attend. And it was really going to be kind of like a party for everyone there. And now you're not going to have the party, but you can still have, you still show the clip show and enjoy a nice film of
1: what's to come. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I think, I think the announcement for me at least was something that I just didn't expect you know, Emily Rogers did kind of hint a couple of weeks ago that it's a good year to be a plumber this year, but means I mean, yeah, that could be interpreted many different ways. I mean, I, I kind of initially thought about that as maybe there's a new Mario Odyssey game that's that's in the works that we'll see, but I think, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's definitely an exciting announcement. I do think that you know there are some questions about how the game's gonna control, uh are they gonna be ports or, or emulated. But I think it's going to be uh very, very exciting for the fans and I, I'm I'm very psyched to to see what they come up with. I mean I've always wanted, you know, um older games to come on the Switch that I really liked back in the day, Mario 64 and Galaxy and I'm not sure about Galaxy Two, but I'm sure, you know, if Galaxy <laughs> if Galaxy does come on this collection then I would say Galaxy 2 isn't far away either, uh, whether that is in another collection or they decide to bundle Galaxy 1 and 2 together in its own collection. I'm not sure, but either way, I'm, I'm pretty psyched to, to see what, what they come out with this year.
0: Yeah, this is definitely an exciting collection for the Switch to get. I mean, these are three of the best Mario games, except for Sunshine, to come <laughs> to the platform. And, I mean, they really do have unlimited sales potential. They... Are iconic and yeah it's a bit safe but it's going to be a big seller this holiday they make a mario 35th anniversary switch and switch light and people are going to gobble those up so it's definitely a strong holiday release then you have the paper mario i you know can come out anytime between you know, I guess May and the end of the year. So when that hits, that should excite some fans because that series really
1: hasn't had a good entry since the GameCube game, I'm Paper a, Mario, Thousand Year Door. I'm not a big pa- Paper Mario fan. I'm probably going to get some comments, but no, it was never really my thing. I mean, I get it. It's cool, but not my, not yeah. my style of game at all.
0: Yeah, to me, I played it on 64, GameCube, and the Wii. And, like... The 64 game, it was fun. The GameCube one had great writing, had a great battle system. Super Paper Mario on the Wii was a good idea, done poorly. I didn't even play Color Splash on the Wii U because it just didn't click with me. I played Sticker Star on the 3DS, and I did not enjoy it. It's I see what it's going after, but I'm kind of at that point where if you're going to make a Mario RPG, make Mario RPG. You know, get Square Enix on board and get Geno, so all the people can stop begging for him and Smash and make Super Mario RPG again and just go that full, go the full ten yards. But I don't see Nintendo doing that anytime soon. Definitely, (laughs) definitely. So, yeah. So to conclude this, what would you say is your sales? What do you view the sales potential of this? collection if it is a collection and in any way do you see it possible that they could actually be three individual full priced releases
1: I think I think this will be a collection you know we've heard the the rumblings about you know Super Mario All-Stars 2 which if that's the case that's a very clever name to give this collection and a very clever marketing term because again that's that's something that was something that Nintendo brought out back in the Super NES days that was just unheard of. I mean, if you want to talk about some of the pioneers of these these collections of, of you know, great games all in one, Nintendo was one of the first to actually do that with, you know, the um, Super Mario All-Stars. So I, I think it will be a collection. I think those three games will make up the collection. And yeah, I mean, as far as sales, I it's going to sell oh my God, I have no idea, you know, what to predict. I mean, could easily be 10 plus million, you know, all said and done with this stuff. But again, it just just goes back to how they market this as whether they try to make it appeal to, you know, fans of Super Mario Odyssey. But I mean, everyone's a Mario fan, right? I mean, you bought a Switch because you like Nintendo and you like Mario and you want to play Mario games. So... I mean, whatever whatever Mario Odyssey is sold, I would say this is about going to be about the same. Honestly, I think it's going to sell a lot of units this year for sure. I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on this too. Yeah, I definitely view it as a collection. If
0: Nintendo were just chasing money and they were willing to invest a lot of money into the ports themselves or the releases themselves then I would have seen them as like a remake, them charging $60 for each individual. But I think it's smarter marketing for them to bundle them. As a pack of three, branded Super Mario All-Stars 2 because the All-Stars name, as you have, it has that nostalgia value. We grew up. We remember Mario All-Stars coming to the Super NES. Some will remember it coming to the Wii a decade ago. And that just has... So much joy and love to that name. It's like, oh, it's Super Mario All Stars. These are the best of the best. And I mean, Mario sixty four Galaxy again, best of the best of the three D Mario games. So sales potential. It really, it's the sky's the limit. This is going to be a game that sells the entire duration of the Switch's life. I could see it moving hmm. like at least ten million units this holiday, and it's just going to sell and sell especially if the release is quality and i i mean these are definitely it's definitely a reason i'm looking forward to it's something if it's coming out this holiday you know i have to get ready to drop 60 bucks on it because i need my (laughs) super mario galaxy fix i need my mario 64 fix especially having super mario galaxy on the go that's just that's one of those mind-blowing releases to me definitely So that is what we have for you today on Nate the Hate. I want to thank MVG for joining me as always. Thanks for having me on,
1: man. Always uh, always fun to hang out.
0: And you can find a link to his channel in the video description below. And for those who listen on iTunes or Spotify, should have opened with this. But if you listen this far through, you'll find out. We are now on iTunes and Spotify. You can find links to those in the description below as well. Let us know your thoughts on mario potentially headlining nintendo's 2020 holiday if you enjoyed the video give it a like if you didn't give it a dislike and until next time continue to embrace the hate